Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of Life is No Coincidence, The Living Spirit, and my soon-to-be-released third book in the trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, all that share stories of intuition, higher self, and our dual nature as spiritual beings having a physical life. I am delighted to welcome Zhou Chunyan, author of The Intuition Journal, who will share her consciously designed guide to increase clarity, deepen your spiritual journey, and encourage a theme of transformation. Hello, Zhou Chunyan. Thank you for joining us on Healing from Within. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Cheryl. It's so nice to be here. Yes, and, and I'm talking to you, and you're in Australia, and I'm in New York, and it's as clear as a bell. Joe, yes. Joe, as listeners of Healing from Within have come to expect over the years, my guests and I share intimate stories of awakening, higher consciousness, intuition, and many spiritual gifts that allow us to learn more about the true pur- purpose of our physical lives and how to use inner guidance for self-investigation, to master our emotions, and to create a purposeful, joyful life experience. In today's episode, Joe Chun-Yan will share ways to recognize intuitive messages, knowing when it's fear or instinct that is speaking to you, and share key questions you might begin to use to help with life-changing decisions so you can make better choices. And also, maybe six tell-tale ego signs, as well as show us how to expand our comfort zone to allow more space for inner growth. We might also learn how to release habits that are no longer serving us and move beyond childhood training societal training, programming, etc. Jochen, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood or earlier days and remember a person, place, or event that might have shown them or people around you the lifestyle, work, or interest you might pursue as an adult. For I believe we are born with a plan or destiny and there are many clues along the way to guide us to fulfill our plan. So think back for a minute. What comes to mind? Oh, this is such a beautiful question. Thank you for asking it as a, as an initial question. Uh, I think the first true memory that I had when I felt completely myself and completely in my flow uh, was drawing at a very young age. I would be just illustrating and just being creative. Um, and I think that particular memory would have been at my home, at my parents' home. Uh, and my father and my mother, they're both very creative, but uh, so my father is a design teacher and an, and an arts teacher. And my mother did calligraphy, uh, Chinese calligraphy and Chinese painting from a lot for 
many, many years. And so I think it being surrounded by that energy in the house where they were very creative and they inspired me to follow that pursuit of creativity was something that really sowed the seeds at the very beginning. Um, I think I was only about three at the time when I started picking up my pencil and drawing, but it just came so naturally and it was a way for me to choose yeah. out a lot of everything that was going on. Well, um, and I yeah, think that was your, that was your inner being or soul connected and aligned mm. to spiritual energy, universal energy, which is all around us and within us. And when we're aligned to that, all great wisdom and creativity, inspiration, everything beautiful in the world, writing, art, um, music, all comes from that connection. Now, the physical world mm. sometimes takes us away from that, or societal training or childhood uh, belief systems given to us by others sometimes diminishes that. But actually, you're really speaking with the universe and, and having a wonderful um, flow of health, mm. vitality, and, and yes, creativity. And uh, it shouldn't be stifled. It should be encouraged. So thank you for saying that. Uh, I have a granddaughter who has been drawing uh, since she's very, very little, like you. And mm. she plays the violin and she sings and she observes. Aww. And when she was very little, maybe she was not even two, she put her hand over her heart and she says, And this I give in love <laughs> because we're, wow. we're, we're, that's what the soul is born to do. Put that love and compassion and goodness into the world. And mm. and if you have that and it's stifled, it takes a, a long time to retrieve it. So it's very good mm. you were with parents who helped you keep that. Now let's go on yeah. to tell us really? something. Yes, you were very fortunate mm -hmm. to have parents like that. Tell us something about the book, yourself. Mm yourself and your adult life and the inspiration behind the intuition journal what we were just talking mm. about actually the inspiration where it was coming from yeah yeah so the inspiration behind the intuition journal i think initially it was for me to I created it mainly for myself at the very beginning stages of it because it wasn't a book at that point. It was templates and worksheets that I had created for myself to guide me through my journaling process. Um, and I was probably at the start of my sort of spiritual experience or awakening, that, awakening yeah. at that time. And it was something that I needed a little bit more guidance on because I found that blank journaling just didn't really get to the crux of things for me enough. I needed some prompts along the way. So I created a series of prompts that would kind of guide me through different aspects of uh, how I felt during different days, um, through the seasons, through working with my energy, through planning my day and knowing what was going to feel aligned. Uh, so that was the very first uh, initial part of, of the creation of the intuition journal. Yeah, you and know, as we 
Go on, go yeah, on. Yeah, and as we get through it, um, when it develops into a book, I realized that it was actually the, the seed that I sowed at the beginning kind of grew into this beautiful tree because it was more of an offering to people at the end of that journey. And I didn't realize that that was where it was going to go, but it's really for people to be connected to themselves because it makes such a big difference in the world when we feel connected to ourselves and present and connected with other people that are around us. Because if we're always acting in a place that is in alignment with our higher self, and this transpires through our actions and our words and our integrity, then I actually believe that that has huge effects on the people in our community and the people on the planet. And there's lots of positive shifts that can come from that. So I I think at the end, I, I came to know that it was actually about other people. It was no longer something that I created for myself. It was something that I created that helps other people. So it was it was a lovely process, and I love that creative process that helps us create work in that in that. Well, magnitude. what you're also saying is, it was a self investigation into mm. who, who you really are as a soul being, an energetic presence of eternal light force and a physical person in this world because when people know who they are they know this duality and they're able to bring it into oneness and balance then they have the opportunity to have the best physical life and to use this creativity and this love for their own soul being and learning acceptance for all things that happen in the physical world. Uh, so the process of awakening, you experienced it uh, in, in your way that you just described. I experienced it uh, in a similar way. Along the way, I was told by people I would meet, coincidences and synchronicity, uh, that, and people who would say things to me, that came to pass in time and I was told to journal my experiences because as I looked back over them I would see what immense personal growth I had achieved and how much I had uh, been able to give out into the world and that's what you're saying also as we grow and know who we are and accept and surrender to this uh, force of light and intelligence that is universal, call it spirit, God, or the divine or universal laws of energy, whatever name you call it by, it's the same. It is the awakening of who we truly are, and we are truly more than our physical life or body. And intuition is the key to discovering just what a powerful force we can be for good for ourselves and to shed that into the world so let's go on to what is different about this book. Um, and you just described why journaling is so vital because it is a way of continuously connecting to this creative force so you can continue to learn and grow. So tell us about the phases. You give four phases that help a person yeah. open up to intuition. Yes. So it yeah, so there's four different phases throughout the the book. So it covers a year of growth. So it's 
So I wanted to create something that helps people anchor into the different energies of each phase of growth because when you're at the very beginning of unraveling something, you're kind of, it, it, it feels new. There's this feeling of a new beginning. And that's when the first phase where it's all about grounding is really important. It's about nurturing the seed. And it's about starting from the beginning and taking stock of where you are and knowing what those parameters are. So it sort of sets the, the tone for the very first 13 weeks of the journey. And then we move into a phase where it is about more nurturing the seedling. So it's you're coming up as a seedling into the world and it's you're still new to the world, but there's a curiosity and there is this love for discovery and joy. And this is where we do a lot of the, the work around going back to your inner child and experimenting and playing with the idea of joy um, and how to cultivate pleasure in your life and comfort, all those things that really feel like home. And it's almost bringing that sense of whole, wholeness back into, into your awareness. And then the third uh, phase is more about going through the challenges because I think once you feel like you're nurtured in a way, you're going to come up against challenges in life. It's, it's going to be difficult and it's about moving through your shadow and integrating that. Not necessarily like by no means does that mean that we over, like overcome our shadow in any way. It's, it's not, that's not the point of it. It's about integrating it and understanding mm-hmm. the different aspects of ourselves. And then the, the fourth and final phase of growth is about flourishing. And I love this because it's about putting everything together that you've learned in the year or however long you want to take, uh, take through to move through the journal. Um, at, bringing everything back into a state of flourish and flow. So this is where energetic magnetism is really cultivated throughout the journaling practice. And it allows you to really take a step back and see, as you said before, reflect on how you've grown and how to continue growing further. So the beauty of this is that in every cycle of growth so moving through the four four phases you're going to come back at the end and you're going to start at the first phase again but you're going to be completely new in in a sense it's it's almost like you wipe the slate clean and you start again so this is why it's really beautiful for anyone at any stage of their spiritual exploration or unraveling to come in and move through those four stages because you can always go through them at any stage of your your life there is there is no starting point and there's no end point it just is a journey that continues to move through those cycles yes now let me make it very clear to our listeners we are all born with intuition and we all have the ability to refine this wonderful a very useful practical skill just like any other innate talent and we can do this throughout our lives now as an intuitive energy practitioner and medium I always assumed uh, I was just sensing feeling and knowing things but just chalked it up to intelligence and a good education 
and it really wasn't until 26 years ago that I had a dream, and my grandfather presented himself in energy form, and in my thoughts he told me I had to write something for my father. I didn't know what it meant. I was a very business-minded, materially-oriented, not even, I didn't even consider myself spiritual or religious at the time. And the very next day, I received a phone call from my mom telling me my father had passed. Uh, So I wrote his eulogy, but the feeling of that energy created a series of coincidences and synchronicity that led me to explore the nature of physical and spiritual life. And I discovered this intimate connection to everyone and everything and universal source. Now, as a child, I was very sensitive to people and places and always wanted to help others. But I didn't understand the importance of working with intuition, even though I was doing it all my life. I was having these thoughts and acting on them because they just seemed to be right for me. So everyone is having this sense in their gut or in their heart or feeling something is good for them or not good for them. And this is how we are connected and aligned to this force that's actually working with us to help us fulfill our destiny. Now you talk about the different types of intuition from clairvoyance to clairaudience and how people can know them because there are many of them. You list them very well and there were even a few described that uh, I wasn't aware of even though I've experienced them. I don't think of them often because I just mm-hmm. get I just get information in all the ways you listed here. Uh, so mm-hmm. So tell us something about these different types of intuition. Yeah, so I think it's just about, for for me, it's not necessarily naming what it is, like in which aspect that you might be intuitive, but it's about being aware of how you sense the world and where those sensations are coming from, because we all receive intuition in a different way. So you might be someone who um, reacts to the world in a way where visual stimulus is is really interesting and and you love the 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 look of movies or you really connect like i I'm very um clairvoyant in this particular way in that I can get so much information from just seeing a painting or from watching a movie and that gives me so much joy Um, so it's about seeing all of those areas in your life and saying okay well how do I receive uh, not necessarily even intuition but how do I interact with the world and what senses am I really sensitive in and what are really what senses are heightened within me and that gives you a beautiful guidance system because you're able to say okay well if this is really an area that I'm very sensitive in it's something that I should pay more attention to so for me I know that if I'm seeing different things and I'm reacting to them in different ways, I'm just picking up that energy from the way I see the world. Um, It's the same as if I was 
interacting with people and I can go into a room and I, I feel the energy. You might be someone that has that ability to kind of connect to the energy of, of the room. Um, it's just something to take stock of. It's not necessarily to say that you're one or the other, but just to know which ones you are really sensitive in and which ones you might not resonate with as much as the others. Um, and I think having that awareness allows you to be more, um, I think, just sensitive in the world in, in, in terms of how you pick those little signs up well, and how you yeah, witness coincidence around you as well. Yeah, so, Joe, yeah, we are, whether it's clairvoyance, claircognizance, you know, inner knowing, clairaudience, which is sound, or clairalliance, which is smell, or clairgustance, which is taste, or clairtangency, which is touch, or clairempathy, which is emotional sensing, or clairsentience, which is uh, also visceral, emotional feeling. Uh, it doesn't matter. They're all, mm. we're energy beings. And we are connecting to the energy around us. People's thoughts are energy. Uh, places have energy. Uh, everything has a vibration. And those who are very sensitive are picking up a tremendous amount of information to assist them, first of all, to achieve their goal and mission in life so that they will, when they return to spirit after this life, you know, evaluate how positive their experience was and learn what they would like to learn in other times and places. So it, it, it's, mm -hmm. it, it is, you know, when I started to be aware of energy, I wasn't aware of the words I just used to explain mm -hmm. the different gifts, but I, in time, came to know I was experiencing almost all of them. The only one I'm really weak in mm -hmm. is, is taste. Although I do love food. But, I do like food, yes. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I'm not drawn to baking and working with food or food writing. My, do mm. my daughter is. My daughter is a, an agent for getting books published, and she does a great deal with uh, cooking and working with food and f food authors. So mm. she, she's strong in that area, and I am not strong in that area. But whatever it is, we all have these gifts that make us feel connected to each other and to spirit or God, and however you look at it. And it's very important we start to become aware of it because it will improve the quality of our life. Now, what is the difference between intuition and anxious, fearful thoughts? This is an important, mm. actually a very important question. Yes. So sometimes I think fear and intuition can kind of feel like it channels through in a similar way. And I think when I was going through this, I sometimes confused fear with intuition and vice versa. Um, and it's because it comes through in a way that it changes our body so there's like a physical emotion uh, a physical sensation there's an emotional sensation and it may also feel energetic as well but I think the main difference for me is that you always know that your fear is going to try and keep you in your comfort zone so it's the point of fear coming through is that it wants to keep you safe 
and it's looking after your survival instincts. So it's looking after your basic needs and ensuring those are going to be met. So it's never going to nudge you outside your comfort zone. It's going to ask you to move into things that are going to feel easy and comforting and maybe very safe. And while that, that is that's cool, okay. it's that's a good, good thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a good thing to have because sometimes you might be exhausted. Your right. energy is just not there. And that's when you get the feeling of not necessarily fear in the extreme form of fear, but you'll get that feeling of, I need to be comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. I need to get rest. So that's when you listen to that aspect because you your body needs to replenish and be renewed and you need to look after those basic needs of of rest and finding shelter and finding connection um within your home you know it, it that's really important but then when you, those basic needs are met and you get that intuitive nudge then it will yes. guide you towards something that is going to expand your comfort zone. And that's going to feel a little bit scary. It's going okay. to be a, a so, bit uncomfortable. But that's the distinction that I use. That's excellent because intuition takes you to your higher level of, mm. of growth. And uh, anxious, fearful thoughts might take you, uh, give you a brief moment of reprieve so that you can yeah. – uh, uh, rejuvenate and reevaluate and when you make your choices go forward to what is really best for you that is an excellent yeah. way to think about this so why is why let want to choose intuition all the way but sometimes if your basic needs aren't met it feels it'll put your body into almost like a fight and flight response Mm-hmm. So that's not good either. So it's it's about choosing what feels right for you at that moment. And I think that, in a way, is very intuitive. And it's about connecting within to see where you and are it's, at. Yeah, it's about harmony and balance, and learning yes. and learning to to use your inner wisdom. So that's a very wonderful mm-hmm. thing. Now, developing mm-hmm. our intuition is very integral to a more fulfilling life. So tell us some of the mm-hmm. some of the be- briefly tell us some of the benefits uh, that developing your intuition can bring to you and to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I think overall it allows us to always move in the direction towards our higher self. And when we think about that, we are if we're in alignment with our higher self, it means that we're making choices and taking intuitive actions that are going to be in alignment with our values and our true philosophy on how we want to live and show up in the world. So it's it's about showing up with a deep sense of integrity um, so that who we say we are and who we want to be is the same. And if we're able to act in that way, we're able to create a really strong I, I think it's a, a really positive energy for, for ourselves to attract greater growth and almost attract a lot of the things that we want to create in our lives, whether that means that we're living from an abundance mindset or whether that means we're consciously moving through old belief systems and habits that we want to release. Um, it's a continuous process 
to to go through all of that. And I think living intuitively allows us to move about in a way where we're not scared of things that are going to feel uncomfortable. We're going to be open to growth and development in that way. Thank you, Joe. Um, what you just said, <laughs> we're, first of all, living in integrity is the goal. Living in honesty mm. with your soul mm. is also the goal. And how you just expressed it is the benefit of intuition. So I want to thank you, Joe Chun Yan, author of the Intuition Journal, for offering both a beautifully intuitive and practical approach to begin to become aware of your spiritual gift of intuition which we all have and when discovered enhanced and used regularly can improve all aspects of our physical and spiritual development to purchase this book and navigate the world of intuition go to joechunyan.com or amazon.com in summarizing today's episode of healing from within We have explored the world of intuition or inner guidance dealing with the connection to universal energy and the awareness that we are all, indeed more than our body, and can gather so much information about ourselves and others through this sense of guidance or wisdom and the feelings that we have in our physical energetic body. When we act from a place that feels deeply aligned with our core values, We move through life with greater ease, purpose, and contentment and actually develop our interests and talents while we serve others and make a positive impact on the world and those around us. Joe, Chanyan, and I would have you begin to pay attention to your dreams and thoughts and what seems to be reappearing in your daily experiences either by coincidence or synchronicity as it is neither simply the universal guidance to help you navigate and succeed in your fondest dreams, but it is the feeling of life itself, the joy and purposefulness of life itself. Indeed, there is a divine plan for each of us, and the world and intuition is the key to discovering who you truly are. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing From Within, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to authors in the metaphysical, scientific, spiritual, religious, education, and the arts and music as they share insights into our multidimensional status and offer ways to create our best lives. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you for listening.